Steve Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show. Entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Pusella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today is Jill Friday. She's going to talk about her top five millionaire habits. I am mm-hmm. just as eager to listen to this as you are. I don't. We haven't talked about it at all. Before you're we get into have it, stuff. I know you're going to have some good stuff to add and share. And before stuff, we get so. into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the LandInvestors.com online community. It's free, and I hope you know by now that back in the day, well, you probably don't know this, but back in the day, it was impossible <laughs> to find land on a map on the internet without a mailing address. We solved that by putting all 150 million plus properties and all their associated uh, information like ownership and everything else in a database. So you can look it up by APN and it's called neighborscoop.com. Check it out, neighborscoop.com. Or parcelfact.com yeah. because they're gonna, the two will be one soon. Yes, soon. So you, now you know. Okay, so Greg wrote, I was wondering if there's a process to follow when self-closing on a sale. I bought with title insurance, and then I closed for a title company, but the buyer wanted a quick transaction. Um, but if the buyer wants a trick, quick transaction, would there be any potential issues of doing a self-close, as there are no real estate agents involved in the transaction? And how do you usually go about collecting the payment, wire transfer from bank to bank, and so on. So, uh, yeah. So Greg is obviously not a member because Greg's a member. Oh, he's just brand new. Oh, sorry. I apologize, Greg. Okay, so you you have this at your fingertips inside the education, but just in case, I'll cover it right now. Anyway, that's totally fine. You know, here's the deal: you bought with title insurance, you went through a title company, and now you own it. Now you have a buyer who's really anxious to start using it. They're going to only need title insurance if they're going to build on it. Um, or that's really kind of it. You know, it's really kind of personal preference. It, they, you, let me, let me say this. You can absolutely buy and sell property by yourselves. Like you buy and sell a car on Craigslist without an agent, without a title company and without title insurance. So this used to be my main way of doing things That's right. anyway. This was honestly. our business model for decades. Right. I would buy with title insurance and I would sell to them and say, now here's the title insurance policy. You have it. So you know everything's cool up until the day I own it. And now you're buying it for me and it's two weeks later. Nothing's happened. So they would feel great. I'm like, so if you want to go through escrow, we can. If you don't, we don't have to. No, why would I do that? You're right. It saves us each, you know, it saves us each money. It saves about $1,200 on the deal. So this is great. If they if they were going to build on it or they were going to do something to the property that might involve a lender, then they're going to need title insurance down the road. They can still get title insurance, by the way down the road. It doesn't have to be done at that, that time. So, and then how do I go about doing it? You know how, how we talk about, you know, deed perfect and making our own deeds. You can make your own deed, um, and have it notarized. It's you, you're the only one that needs to sign it cause you're the owner and you could either send it into recording, uh, do it, you know, do an online recording is the easiest by the way, for the seller or for the buyer, or you could send the deed to the buyer. Uh, with all the instructions. I like to arm them with what they need to do, where to mail it, how much the check needs to be, and so on to mail it into the county and get it recorded. 
and they could do it themselves. And the last thing is about payment. That's all personal preference. Have I done bank wire for payments? And that actually, yeah, and that's that's actually one of my first choices. I like that. I don't need to run it through a credit card system and pay credit card fees um, if they're comfortable with this. We all could go buy a, a car with a stick shift right now, but we most of us don't do that. We don't advocate, Jill and I, at all anymore buying and selling property without an escrow agent. We advocate buying and selling it without a real estate agent day in and day out. And so this is one of those unfortunate things about the system that the National Association of Realtors has created for us, this perception that they're required. They're not required at all. If you bought the property with title insurance, just go sell it with title insurance. Post it on uh, a fixed price MLS. But the guy doesn't want to wait that long. Or whatever. And well, I, I think you should ask yourself some questions about that. Why, why Why are you, why are you, because I think it would be better to buy it with title insurance. Excuse me while we have a family discussion. What I think you, it, I think you should ask yourself, what's your business model? Yeah. I can tell you ours. We send out a bunch of mail. People <clears throat> respond to the mail that we send. They say, yes, I do want to buy the, uh, sell the property to you. We call an escrow agent. The escrow agent closes the deal for us. We own the property. We go find a real estate agent, a very specialized one in that area that handles land only to resell the property for us and we wipe our hands of it. And I, I really put this question in here because I want to make this point. You're going to save about five days by doing it this way and you're going to cause all kinds of problems years down the road without buying this the title insurance and this big lengthy freaking discussion that Jill just created. You don't have to go through any of that. It's just a, it's another natural way to outsource and get you on to doing the next deal. This is Jill Friday, and I'm going to politely disagree. <laughs> Greg, do what you want to do. And I'm sure by now, 18 people in Discord have said, yeah, go check out Chapter 8. Yeah, it is. I think it is in Chapter 8. Something like that. And go to the original one, because remember, uh, the Land Academy 3.0 is updated version, right? So if you go to Land Academy 2.0, 1 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, then you'll have more detail in there. So the 2022 version is Land Academy 3.0. So I don't think you're doing anything wrong. And like I said, I would just make sure how the guy's going to use it. Because here's the deal. <laughs> it's your, it's this is Friday. Your day, yeah. Oh, it's Jeff Friday, Greg. I got you here. <laughs> so if this guy, if, it, if it's not agricultural, you can't build on it. It's 20 acres. The only use it's ever going to be is pitch a tent and hunt on it then we don't need that stinking title insurance. So I would do what you're doing and I would totally, like I said, accept a bank wire and I'd send the deed to him and say, you know, and, and have a, have a great day. Thank you very much. And then again, to tell him where to mail it in and you could, and I would play a little, Hey, by the way, everything changes. Who knows? It's something, whatever you do decide to build something. You need something with the title insurance. You can go back and get title insurance. It's not, you can do that. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. I have a tickle in my throat. Yeah, so I mean, I'll cover for Jill here. You could Can say. you do it? Yeah, we did it thousands, tens of thousands of times, Jill and I, combined in our, our uh, professional lives. But today's Jill Friday. She's going to talk about her top five millionaire habits. This is the meat of the show. Okay. Yeah, I was waiting for you to go ahead. You could jump in on that. All right, so here we go. Here, here are my top five, not in any particular order, okay? Um, number one, 
again, I want to say too, I really sat down and thought about what changes I've made in my life in the last 10 or so years that have helped me get to this financial situation and just even in a, in, by the way, being in a happier spot too, and just in life. So number one, surround yourself with millionaires. I'm sure you've heard that, but it really is true. When you, the career path is a great example. It's so fun to hear people. We all talk in the beginning of career path about where you are, how many deals you've done, what a little bit about your background, um, you know, where you are financially, where you want to be. And it's awesome hearing people like, I'm sitting in a room with a guy making how much money, just mm-hmm. three million, and you want to make seven million yeah. now, or you know, dream it up. And it and it does. You are automatically pulled up. You know, it's inspiring, and you're going to learn so much by hanging out with these people. You'll pick up some of their habits. You'll you understand. You'll understand how they think a little bit. So there's so much value there by doing that. Versus, think about it. What if you're just surrounding yourself with people that don't have a job and they sit on the couch all day eating Cheetos and playing games. You're going to get good at eating Cheetos and playing games. That's not what I want to do. That's my Friday, by the way. Oh, that's your regular Friday? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, (laughs) there's a version of that. That's exactly what this is. And um, Jack doesn't have pants on right now. That's true. Absolutely true. Not have pants on. So, uh, we're recording on a little out of our schedule right now. And he's like, well, if we're going to record today, I'm just going to be like I am today. So, but. So we are that's... leaving our VRBO for early. Yeah. Because we're on to an, another adventure before we actually go back home. Right. So no so, one wear pants for that. I know. Okay. So then number two. Again, this is, this, this is my list. You're like, Joe, we've all heard that one. Well, hold on a moment. Large purchases. This is Jill Friday, by the way. My list. <laughs> <laughs> large purchases like cars and houses must be planned deliberate and affordable oh that's good so you don't second guess yourself or lose sleep I need you to make sure that you are making the very best decision on your I know a lot of people especially right now like oh interest rates are going up. Let's hurry up and buy the biggest house we can afford. Oh my gosh, let's do all that. Nope, nope, nope. I want you to be, I want it planned, deliberate, and affordable. It's got to fit in your budget right now today. So what if you can afford much more in six months than you that was coming? Great. That's gravy. You're just going to pay it off that much faster. You're going to sleep so well. And that's my goal. Number three, manage your day and stick to it. This is hard for some people I know. I was talking to, we have some new uh, employees on uh, on our staff right now and I'm getting them all on Airtable and getting them all hooked up there. I'm like, I need to see your week. I need to see your month. I need to see your day. I need to see you putting things on there, even if it's a daily task or three times a week or every other week or even once a month, I need to see it on there. And, and in doing that, I'm, I'm training them and to that they can relax. You don't have to run around. A, you're not going to forget something, but B, you can relax. It's so nice for Jack and I, like a day like today, I have 10 things on my calendar, not kidding, 
they're little things sometimes. It's things to bring up at a meeting, things to cover, uh, uh, calls to make, people to call back, fill in the blank. I can get that all done in like two or three hours. You know, right right now I'm right now I'm working more than I normally do, and it's three hours a, a day. So that makes me so happy. I can't yeah. tell you. So outside of the recording, and and that's more than that, but. By managing my day and sticking to it and doing all the silly little things on my list, when I come up for air at noon, one o'clock, three o'clock, whatever it is for you, you're done, you feel good, and you're moving in the right direction. Jack's calendar, how Jack and I see calendars a little bit different, but it's the same. Like... We are, um, are you, are you showing me that for a reason? No. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just doing something else. Okay. I, sorry. I, uh, checked I, out for a while. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> I stay all involved on Monday through Thursday and on Friday he sits here without pants on and he's done. <laughs> Cheetos is goofing off and playing games. There we go. Cheetos. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, but, but. The, the thing about managing your day and sticking to it, so it's not even just the little tasks. I know right now I have to plan for career path. It's in October, everyone, but I have 16 steps that I need to for October, and I'm not going to come up to, for air in September and go, oh, what do I got to do now? No, it's, it's right now as a recording, it's July. As it's airing, this is the first week in August. I already sat down on my calendar, thought about what we're going to do, thought about the emails, thought about the campaign, thought about how we're going to roll it out, thought about the special I'm going to offer to uh, the prior career path members that want to come back. I have it scheduled out. And you know what? Now I don't have to think about it. I know on Tuesday at two o'clock, whatever it is, it's going to pop up. I need to write these emails. Done. I can do all that. And I don't have to worry about it. Takes the stress out of it, you know. And and uh, I even I do this too. I do put my workout on my calendar. I'll tell you, you know, what? I thought about this today. But by the way, it took me four months. I am four months into F forty five now, and now it's fun for me. For the first month, you know, like everything, it's like, oh gosh, this is hard. Why can't we? I can push it to tomorrow. Let's just push it to tomorrow, and you keep pushing it to tomorrow. So after 30 days, you're like, okay, now I don't look like an idiot. I can kind of, I understand what what we're doing here. And then two and three, you're still kind of finding your groove and you're getting better at it. And now I'm into month four. Uh, and now I'm like, I'm ending month four. And now I'm like, That's now so it's impressive, fun. Jill. I'm oh, so proud of you. I mean it. Thank you. No, like I'm, I'm actually having fun with it. You know, I'm going to, we're going to be traveling a little bit as we make our way back to uh, Arizona. We're going to hit some other stops. And I'm like, I'm having to look up where can I, where can I pop in and do an F45? Cause I don't know if I could go that long. So it's awesome. But I put my workouts on the calendar too. Four, learn to say no. This was really hard for me. I like to say yes to everything. Everything he wants to go do, everything he wants to... Oh, it's just no to me, not no. They don't have to just learn to say no. No, no, learn to everybody. Learn to say no to Jack. No, but even for you, it started with you. <laughs> I had a hard time saying no to you. Hey, can you be done at one o'clock? And then, you know what happens? I would say yes, and then, I'm, then I don't get stuff done. Or I'm not ready at one o'clock, and you're not happy with me. Both are bad. I have to learn to say no. I'm still... It's This is still a really hard thing for me. So don't worry if it still takes you time. You have to work at it. So learning to say no for me is making sure I'm not talked into a venture, 
a deal. Yeah, me too. Or even an event. Yeah. That's not right for me. Jill, you want to go out tomorrow night? Seriously? Not kidding. Like, no, I don't want to go. I have too much going on right now. I can't go. I, I And I'm happy with it. I choose to stay in. I choose to do stuff. It's going to be fine. So just just make sure that it's right for you and you're doing it for the right reasons. And then my number five See how these are all my own personal things? You I can think it's great. Tell. Thank you. My number five it's is... It's Jill Friday. It is Jill Friday. That is... is You have this too. You're actually good. You're good at this. And I think you're getting even better at this, by the way. Uh, women are already good at this, which is trusting our gut. So trust your gut about everything. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't seem right. That's cost too much. Why are they asking me to do this? You know, fill in the blank. Um, just trust your gut on all kinds of things, especially financial things. That's my five. You want to add? You want to ask questions? Yeah, I mean, I have some comments. I don't want to take your show over, so I'm just kicking under the table. Oh, I will. Joking. Number one. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to talk now like. Give your five. It's just, it's more free flow than that. It's okay. actually numbers. But if you are, you know, 24, 25 years old, maybe you're done with school, maybe you're in school, maybe you're not going to go to school at all. And, and, but you've realized this, and I'm talking about myself at that age too. I am not going to spend the next 40 years working in some company. Mm. I'm not going to spend the next 40 years uh, writing code in my basement in a stupid little apartment that is way overpriced for what it is, listening to a boss that's just truly uh, has some personality disorders. Mm-hmm. Whatever version of that is, if you're uh, young or even older, and, and I don't care what age you are, but you're like, I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. I don't care if you have four kids and a, and a crazy mortgage or whatever, you can get out of it. You just have to sit down and plan it all out and execute it step by step by step. If you have to get up at four o'clock every single morning and do what you need to do to get out of it. That's so my number one, my number one is have a plan. If you don't plan and execute, you what will end up happening is life will take over and you're gonna wake up one day, uh, probably, well, you already have, if you're taking this seriously, and you're, you're alive. What happened the last X years? I, you know, they just flew by because yeah. you know all I was just going through the motions. So it will plan. It will manage you if you don't manage it. Right. So that's number. That's my. That's the first one. And you can do that today. You got. I do everything in a spreadsheet. You can plan it all out. This is my income. This is my how much I spend. You know, I want to still want to be in a relationship with this person, or I don't. That's real easy. That's one cell in Excel. Yes, I do. Yes, no, I don't. If I don't, it's a if that statement. This is true then time. Start down the path of he, not doing it. He does that. this. If you're with somebody that's dragging you down, I don't care how long you've been with them, get out of that. Um, you know, if you have children, it's much different, but they are going to turn 18 at some point. So you can spreadsheet all that out and start saving money or doing whatever you need to do with all of that. If you're living in a situation where you can't afford, get rid of it. This is very Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey gets a lot of flack um, now, but he's been around and stood the test of time and probably 98% of the advice that he gives is great. For some yeah. reason, he gets his butt kicked really bad in the media. It's really dumb. Sure. I don't know, I don't know why. 
So you have to micromanage that stuff until you can get, you know, what I, there's three or four stages of wealth. And number one is spend more. You know, I always come back to money when it comes to like this, you know, millionaire thing. Number one is spend less than you make. Mm. Number two is just completely get out of debt after that. Mm-hmm. And number three is get out of, these are loose. If you go back into our podcast, I've talked about this in great deal. Uh, great detail. You got to get out of the machine mm-hmm. right? because you can't ever really. We were just talking about this when Joe wrote this title. One of my parents, my mother, um, saved her way into being a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So that's a very rough way to go. It takes your entire life, and it and it takes, in my opinion, having a lot less fun. So that's just my take. Thank you. <laughs> I know you have more, and we'll do another. We could do another one. Let's do another. We can do Jack's five. Sure. Okay. Cool. All right. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Join us next week for another interesting episode. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Cool. So, you good? Yeah. Good week. Yeah, great week. I'm gonna wear pants next time. Yeah. I actually kind of like this. Maybe. I gotta tell you truth maybe time. This is kind of maybe on Jill Friday. I'm gonna say no pants. Maybe we both don't wear pants. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> this is their, I don't know what. what yeah. What? Enough with the pants. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's obviously not a norm around here because it's like I'm like I think it's so funny because it's that's not how we roll. Yeah. It's good. So. Hey, um, again, thank you for tuning in and we hope you find our content valuable and we really do appreciate your support. So make sure you're giving us some love, maybe on Google, maybe on Help Help Scout, that's hilarious, maybe on YouTube, maybe on anywhere in social media. We, We love it and we appreciate it and we read your notes. So send them our way. If you don't get something, send it to supportatlanticademy.com. We'll get back to you. We are are Jack Jack and Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.